Hi, I'm Chelsea Neumeyer and I'm a time management and productivity coach. My goal is to help you go from overwhelmed to under control without a strict schedule or a bunch of productivity hacks. Each week, we'll talk about productivity mindset, actionable advice, my favorite resources, and you'll hear from guests just like you who are maximizing their limited resources. If you're anything like me, you're listening to this on the go, so check out the show notes and follow me on Instagram to learn more. Okay, let's start the episode. Hello, everybody. I'm so excited to bring you another episode in this series, Unlearning Toxic Productivity. And this week's episode is Unlearning Toxic Hustle Culture, How to Build a Sustainable Business as an Overachiever. And this is such an important episode for me as someone who identified as an overachiever for most of my life and something that I'm still working through uh, on a day-to-day basis to start breaking some of these habits and unlearning some of this behavior. But I always want to start again with the definition because overachievers are people who do great things. And I think that there's a lot of value that's been placed on being a quote unquote overachiever for many, many years. And the challenge with being an overachiever is that even though they're accomplishing great things, they still need to accomplish more. They attain more success than the vast majority of people, but they're never satisfied with that. And they're always striving for more. And as we mentioned, achievement in many cases is not a bad thing. It's very good to want to be at the top of your class or to really crush it in the workplace, right? Who doesn't want to reach their goals that they're setting for themselves? The problem with overachievement is when it comes at the cost that outweighs the rewards. Is when people are sacrificing their own health, their own happiness, or the relationships in their lives in order to chase the target that is always moving. And while there's no very clear or concise definition of an overachiever, what it really comes down to is that it's people who are judging their own worth purely upon their successes. That's a strong sign that you're an overachiever. And this could not only be in the workplace or at school, right? This could also show up in parenting and housework and hobbies and athletics. And again, this can show up in all different places of our life. But I think for a long time, we think about it as being an overachieving student or being an overachiever at work or in our business. And one of the things that's really interesting about being called an overachiever, especially in school or in business, is that it tends to be a self-fulfilling prophecy. Those students get rewarded for being on the top of their class, for doing everything right, for going the extra mile, for pushing themselves. And so they want to continue to get that reinforced good behavior. They want to continue to be praised for that success. And so they end up holding themselves to an almost impossibly high standard And sometimes this can also be not only for themselves, but for their classmates or for their team or for the people who work for them. And that's when it can add a lot of burden to other people because they have their, these overachievers have that weight of expectations that they put onto others. So a few other signs of overachiever behavior is only caring about the outcome. When they do reach a goal, an overachiever is more likely to experience feeling of relief that they were able to avoid failing rather than feeling pride or joy that their accomplishment was completed. They're simply relieved that they didn't fail 
Another behavior trait could be that they're highly self-critical. They're more likely to suffer from self-doubt and anxiety because they're constantly under stress to achieve almost impossible goals. And that's coupled with the ever-present fear of failure, again, causing major stress in their life. Overachievers are only focused on the future. They struggle to live in the present because they're too busy worrying about things that may or may not happen later on down the road, that they're unable to enjoy things as they happen. And that's definitely how this manifests for me is I really struggle with how to keep myself present because I need to get to that next thing. I need to accomplish what I need working on now. So I'm constantly getting to the next thing. How can I reach the next promotion? How can I reach that next goal, that next milestone? Overachievers, a very obvious trait that they may have is that they work too much. They are regularly staying late in the office, putting in extra hours, or they spend their time working and skipping out on self-care activities, time with friends and family, or hobbies that they enjoy just so that they can continue to work. Overachievers may engage in risky behavior to reach their goal. Because their need to achieve is so strong, people can start engaging in risky or unethical behavior in order to achieve those goals. This could be cutting too many calories to reach a weight loss goal or running too many miles each day to prepare for a race. At work, they might cut corners or do things that are unethical in order to achieve that success. And you will often find overachievers that are stretched too thin. Because in addition to working too hard, in general, at school, at work, in their business, they become involved in everything. And this is me to a T, right? They are volunteering. They're signing up for races or workout challenges. They're redecorating their whole house to make it the most beautiful they possibly can because they need to succeed at everything. And I also want to point out here that there's a difference between being a high achiever and an overachiever. And I actually didn't really think about the difference before doing some research and in order to prepare myself for this episode. But I just wanted to kind of share this with you all to help you understand the difference and how you can start making sure that you are finding that appropriate balance for yourself. So again, overachievers are more focused on reaching the finish line than they are the actual end product. They need to hit that goal. And again, it's awfully a very high achieving goal. It's often an impossibly set goal for themselves. They need to hit the finish line. High performers or high achievers are focused on reaching the goal, but they care much more about how well they performed. They're willing to take their time in order to do things more correctly. They are dedicated to the craft or to the process to learn so that they can reach their goal well. And they care about that process in addition to reaching their goal. So there may be some difference there. And I think, again, this is where language becomes really, really important so that we can start getting you the support you need in order to help you the best way possible. Because sometimes we just think, oh, I'm just a high achiever. I just get a lot done. Or you know, you kind of brag about being an overachiever when the reality is overachiever habits tend to be pretty self-harming. And so if you're wanting to break out of this overachiever 
culture or hustle culture where it's constantly go, 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 and it's do everything and it's work hard and it's sacrifice yourself for the sake of your goals, for the sake of that success and at all costs kind of mentality, then I would challenge you to start taking those steps you need so that your success doesn't hinder your physical, emotional, or social well-being, which at the end of the day is so much more important. And that's the first recommendation is just take a step back, quiet yourself for a second and think about what is actually most important to you right now. And this hit really hard for me after my first miscarriage. I was talking to my sister about it and I had just gosh, only knows, signed up for something else, right? Added something else to my plate. And her question to me was, where would a baby even fit in your life right now? And it just stopped me in my traps because it made me think about what actually is most important to me. If I consistently add so many things to my plate, how could I show up well for any of it? Is it more important that I have this laundry list of a resume or is it more important that I'm healthy so that when I have a baby, we're healthy together or that I'm getting to spend time with my family. Who's the most important thing to me in the whole wide world. But I would, you wouldn't know that by looking at my schedule. So I can take a step back and evaluate what's most important. As you're listening to this, you know that I've announced that I am expecting, and we're going to have a little boy in December. And so right now I'm taking steps to look at my schedule And think about the things I need to do to prepare myself to be slowing down, quite frankly, right? To release some of the success pressure that I've put on myself with business, with consulting, with all the other things that I do so that I can focus on having a healthy pregnancy, a healthy baby, recovering quickly or recovering well. So again, if if you have spent your life struggling with some of these overachiever behaviors, my first recommendation is to take a step back and ask yourself, what is the most important and how can you start making decisions now that reflects what's most important and prioritizes what's most important to you? And that goes hand in hand with the next recommendation, which is practicing self-care. And again, self-care, I feel like it's this overused word and it's really diluted it and it looks like fancy bubble baths, but it's not. Self-care is going for a walk. It's calling a friend. It's skipping out of work at two o'clock instead of six o'clock. So you can go watch your favorite TV show or read your new favorite book or go grab coffee with a friend. Sure, bubble baths are great. Fancy, you know, face masks and getting your nails done or spa time. If that's your gym, then go for it. But making sure that you are intentionally putting some of those things into your schedule every day, every week, it's going to be critical for you to be able to find that balance in your schedule and in your life. Okay? Connect with others. As I mentioned, sometimes the best form of self-care is to call your best friend. But really making sure that you are going back and starting to cultivate and nurture those relationships that you may have been neglecting when you've been working too hard. Right? I mean, my husband and I will be sitting on a couch sometimes and just be like, we miss each other because we've both been working so much. And so being really intentional about how you're connecting with others is a great way to not only kind of snap yourself out of some of this stuff and put things into perspective, but to fulfill that self-care need and to 
start practicing some of these better um, self-care habits. So while overachievement can be unhealthy and contribute to stress and poor relationships and is really often fear-based, taking some of these steps and focusing more on the quality of the success rather than the quantity can help you better gain perspective on personal achievement. Is it more important to have a laundry list resume with all of these things that you're involved in? Or is it more important to you now to just really focus on a few most important things? And how this relates to being a business owner and building that sustainable business is to again focus on what those goals are for yourself. You don't necessarily need to do all of the things all at once. You don't need 15 different offers and a podcast and a YouTube channel and an Instagram account and a Facebook page and all these different things. Choose what you love to do. Choose what makes you happy. Choose where you can really dedicate the craft of perfection in that success, right? Or not perfection. I don't want to use that word because that was two episodes ago. Or where you can enjoy the process, where you can enjoy the success for the work that you did, not just because it's another thing to check off your list or because you think everybody else is doing it or because you're scared that you're not going to look as successful if you don't do it. So again, that's my advice for this. This was kind of a tougher episode because I see myself so strongly as an overachiever. And like I said at the beginning, this is things that I am working through on a day-to-day basis. But because of that, because of the progress that I've made, because of the research that I've done and the work that I've done to support other clients, I know how to talk about this. I know how to recognize these behaviors in my clients and start challenging them to think a little bit different and to start making some changes so that they're not going to reach burnout quite as fast because the only real end result of being an overachiever is burnout. So if you want to talk about this, if this resonated with you, if you are ready to live outside of toxic hustle culture, then hit me up in the DMs at Chelsea N Coaching or visit my website, chelseanewmeyer.com so we can chat more and get you some support that you need. But next week's episode is going to be a little breaks with a guest episode I'm really, really excited about. And then we're going to pick up this series again about unlearning toxic productivity. So thanks so much for listening, guys. And I can't wait to hear from you. Thank you for enjoying another episode of From Overwhelmed to Under Control. I hope you're feeling one step closer to your goals. Don't forget to check out the show notes and follow along on Instagram at Chelsea and Coaching. I look forward to talking to you soon.